Gina, hey, Gina, how are you? You guys rock. The information you share with the public for free is life-changing. Gina, thank you so much. For all the folks that are out there consuming it and putting it and applying it, that's the real winners. I'm just the guy with the big mouth. I mean, I mean, we, we I have a real company. We actually train dogs. Like, we actually get good results. I also tour around the world and doing seminars. Guy, though, guys, there's some really cool stuff happening right now. We're ready to announce. You're ready for this? For seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Are you ready? Drum roll. Atlanta. Las Vegas. Vancouver, Canada. See you soon. You'll know. It's all going to happen real soon. They've already been laid out. We're ready to post them. We're waiting for final approvals. Las Vegas is going to be a whole swing bang as they call it sure is. okay it's going to be in one of the casino hotels we're going to be doing a live what would jeff do podcast there live on youtube and then we're also going to be doing a what would jeff do three hour q a for folks Three hours. Yeah, you got to sit on your ass for three hours. Wow, nobody told me that. No, well, actually, no, you don't. I'll be doing all the Q and A because there'll be no questions to read. The audience will be doing the questions. Oh, it's going to be like yes, audience. It, audience. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, it's a Q and A. No, not like this. But the but the Friday night is going to be that. There's also going to be a di- table for ten dinner out with myself, and that money's going to probably go towards a one of the local rescues. There's going to be a lot of great stuff happening. So you'll all hear about it. Jeff Gelman seminars. You want to jump on that next? Hey guys, we're live. Hey everybody, how are you? Hello. Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training with a What Would Jeff Do show. Uh, what day? What's today? Wednesday. Okay. Today's Wednesday. This is Joelle. Joelle is one of the trainers um, at the at the uh, uh, training center, and she does social media. And she follows me around and does documents life, and also does <laughs> a lot of the social media. And she documents all the seminars as well. If you're brand new to our world, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Um, I've got a dog training center up in Providence, Rhode Island, and we specialize in aggression, rehab, behavior modification. So we're really, really good at stopping unwanted behaviors. That's what we're known for. We work with some really, really challenging dogs. Obviously, we can train a dog on how to do stuff as well. All your basic commands. All dog trainers should know at least how to do basic mm-hmm. commands. Um, but what a lot of dog trainers don't know um, how to do is actually stop unwanted be, um, behaviors. Um, so the reason why we do this show three times a week on YouTube Live, and if you're brand new to it, you can ask questions. A lot of people are like, how do I ask questions? Right underneath your name at the bottom. So mine says Solid Canine Training. Mine's highlighted in yellow. It says, say something. Well, that's where you're supposed to be typing in your question. It'll pop up. Um, and then also right below that is a dollar sign. That's a super chat button. What happens is we only do a 90-minute show. Sometimes we can't get through all the questions. Sometimes people don't want to wait for their questions. When you do a super chat, what you do is you make a small donation. It's something that YouTube's been doing for a while, and um, it helps creatives like myself. And your question goes to the top. We actually answer those um, first, so you, get, you sort of like get to the top of the queue. Um, if you're brand new, a lot of the questions that m- I will be responding with, my answers, is going to have the word punishment in them. Punishment is not um, is not abusive. It's not mean. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're not angry. You're not mad. It's really, really important, actually, that people understand how to properly apply a punisher to a dog. The reason is, if you want to stop an unwanted behavior that your dog has, the only way to do it is through the proper application of punishment. A lot of folks have been brainwashed, misled, lied to outright, saying that you should never say no to your dog. 
You should never um, punish your dog. Um, you'll ruin the relationship. I can assure you, if you don't stop most of these unwanted behaviors, you won't have a relationship with your dog because your dog will be out of the house in a shelter or dead. And that's just a fact. So if uh, we document all of our work, we're fully transparent. Um, I'm very aware of the conversation out there in the dog training community, both from my colleagues and from um, dog owners about the work we do. Frankly, I don't give a shit because we're changing people's lives. Um, here's a great example. If you look at that dog, German Shepherd Logan, who just came in, granted he's a few pounds overweight, but he's a 18 month old German Shepherd that would have, um, has put in some serious harm on some dogs and would have no problem dragging you down the street and, and dislocating parts of your body and making your life pretty much suck. That's a typical dog we did. We just were able to capture a lot of the nonsense. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, jump onto our Instagram feed and you can see a little clip of that dog when it came in. Um, that's its everyday world. That dog cannot be walked down the street. That dog cannot be around other dogs. That dog um, is weighs more than its owner does. And it's a German Shepherd, so it's strong. So the only way to stop all that stuff is the proper application of punishment. So building a relationship with the dog, teaching the dog obedience, that will not stop the, um, the, the problem. And the, the issue is that everybody wants to obedience train their dogs out of a bad behavior. Yes, obedience training is very important, but it won't stop the unwanted behavior. Let's all remember the Unabomber went to Harvard and is a pretty smart fucking guy. Okay. First question is a super chat. Top chat. Top chat. Dog works. Hey, dog works. How are you? Best way to stop barking without e-collar for small dogs who bark at everything. Um, number one, get yourself a bark collar. They're under $100, but also do a bonker. A bonker is a wrapped up towel. You can hear me talk about bonkers a lot. Again, I'm really amazed that people have a hard time taking a towel that is available everywhere around the world rolling it up nice and snug, securing it with elastics, saying to your dog, no, and then throwing it at the dog. Yes, you are throwing this at the dog. Yes, it is making contact with the dog. So it's no, and then boom, pretty firmly. Now, you're not going to ruin the relationship with your dog. Your dog's not going to hate you. You're not making your dog upset with you at all. What you're doing is you're stopping the unwanted behavior and you do it really quick. So it's highly efficient. Um, it works wonders and anybody can use it. Next. Nick, my dog is fine for two hours in kennel when we are not home, but then starts to act up and get anxious and tries to get out. Okay. So with kennel issues. So imagine this, you have a job, you go to school, you need to create your dog. Most people are out of the house from six to eight or nine hours. Even if you have a pet sitter, dog walker, you're out for at least four and a half hours. So your dog has got to be able to be in a crate. How do you do that? You can't do it at 10 minutes at a time. It's an unethical piece of advice to give to a dog owner. So how many weeks do I take off work? How much is this going to cost me? Will I lose my job? So what you're going to do is you're going to try this on the weekend or when you have a day off, you know, put your dog in a crate, have a remote collar on it. And you're going to go outside and you have a camera on your dog. And as soon as your dog starts acting up, you're going to correct the dog. Your dog will not be afraid of the crate. The dog already doesn't like the crate. This, con this concept that, oh, never punish your dog in the crate. Always make it a pleasant experience. Okay, that's cool. 
But what happens when the dog has decided that it's not a pleasant experience and you haven't done shit yet? Now what do we do? Now you're fucked. Right? Like, I just showed up. You hired me. I listened to your narrative. You're at two hours. Some people are at two minutes. So what you need to do, Jamal, <laughs> can you, you, you can, okay. okay, we have a guest, we have a guest here, but it's like, he's feeding into my aunt. <laughs> but Jamal, you gotta, you gotta be cool here. I'm not <laughs> Have a sip of water. Can you make eye contact okay. with me? So what, what, what you need, so what you need to do is this, you correct it. Now, what I also want you to do is how much structure is in that dog's life? How much structure is in that dog's life? All the time. Permission based. No no freedom of movement right now. Yeah, it sounds like, oh my gosh, you're really strict. You should be strict at the beginning when you're struggling with behavioral issues. Absolutely. There's always going to be time for the fun, good stuff. There's always a time to loosen things up. But right now, we go firm. Firm is not mean. Next. Vega, what kind of e-collar should I get for my six and a half month old German Shepherd? Vega, the same one that we've have has in, that we have in two thousand videos <laughs> that I'm always holding up in my hand. And it's available on my website, and I mention constantly. I just say that because I love it when people ask me that question because the breadcrumbs have already been laid. Get a mini educator from e-collar Technologies. You don't have to buy them from me. We do have them on our website, but you can also buy them on Amazon. So if you want to save twenty dollars, buy them on Amazon. If you want to go to heaven and do something nice, you buy them from me. All right. Next. C2 Knits. Adopted a very skittish one-year Aussie. Trained on underground fence, but I have concerns over starting her on e-collar. I don't want to ruin her fence training with a shock. Just use off property for now. What you're going to do is you're going to want to be – the thing about the remote collar and then the underground fence that it's it, it's opposite. It's opposite. So just remember the levels you're using on the remote – um, are way, way, way lower than on the, the, the perimeter fence. Also, the perimeter fence historically gives a sound warning before a shock, and the shock is pretty intense, as it should be. You're trying to contain your dog. But what you could do is on recall training, we like to train dogs off property, so there's no confusion. We can usually tell a dog that has on a perimeter fence because it looks down looking for the flags when it feels the stem. Right now, what you're going to do is all your remote collar training with every dog, we do a combination of we're just marking it, so it's just a quick stem, and we're also using food. So we're layering that over existing um, commands. You can do it on the interior of your house if you want to on existing commands. Next. Aliazi, when greeting new people, dog goes for the main bang to check the news out, starting to meet people without barking and lunging. How do I correct sniffing without making him fearful of the new person? Okay. First of all, I've got a rule for public access training. I train personal dogs sort of like a service dog should behave in public. I feel very, very strongly that dogs in public should mind their own fucking business. And what I mean by that is you should not be approaching dogs and not be approaching people. You should stay with your handler and mind your business. And you as a handler should have your dog also not trying to meet and greet every single one because that's going to end up in disaster sometimes. Number one, most dogs in 2018 in the general public should not be met on the streets because everybody's struggling with unwanted behaviors. I would love it if you started teaching your dog to ignore humans and ignore dogs. I want you and your dog to be selfish. Now, I am not against socialization at all. I am not against people petting your dog at all. But the streets are nowhere for that to happen. 
So let's get your dog to learn how to exist around people. So what do you do? Put your dog in proper heel. If it breaks it, you can correct that. I don't let people pet my dog because that happens wrong so much. Most people don't know how to pet dogs. Give them an inch, they take a mile. Next thing you know, someone's like, can I pet, can I pet your dog? Next thing you know, their tongue is in your dog's mouth. <laughs> and they don't tip. So don't do it next. Oh, we got a oh, super chat, $9.99. Gina, hey, Gina, how are you? You guys rock. The information you share with the public for free is life-changing. Gina, thank you so much. For all the folks that are out there consuming it and putting it and applying it, that's the w- real winners. I'm just the guy with the big mouth. I mean, I mean, we, we I have a real company. We actually train dogs. Like, we actually get good results. I also tour around the world and doing seminars. Guy, the, guys, there's some really cool stuff happening right now. Mm-hmm. We're ready to announce. You ready for this? For seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Are you ready? Drum roll. Atlanta. Las Vegas, Vancouver, Canada. See you soon. You'll know. It's all going to happen real soon. They've already been laid out. We're ready to post them. We're waiting for final approvals. Las Vegas is going to be a whole swing bang, as they call it. Sure is. Okay? It's going to be in one of the casino hotels. We're going to be doing a live What Would Jeff Do podcast there live on YouTube. And then we're also going to be doing a, what would Jeff do three hour Q and a for folks. Three hours. You're going to sit on your ass for three hours. Nobody told me that. Actually, no, you don't. I'll be doing all the Q and a because there'll be no questions to read. The audience will be doing the questions. Oh, it's going to be like, yes. Audience. audience, Yes. Yeah. It's a Q and a. No, not like this, but the, but the Friday night is going to be that. There's also going to be a table for 10 dinner out with myself and that money's going to probably go towards a one of the local rescues. There's going to be a lot of great stuff happening. So you'll all hear about it. Jeff Gelman Seminars, you want to jump on that. Next. Nice. Zachary? Hey, Zach. Mm, I'm beginning to introduce tools for my dog at 14 weeks. He's been doing obedience training three times a day since eight weeks when we got him, layering the remote collar at low levels, now keeping it fun. Absolutely. And introducing a 2.25 prong. If a 14-week-old puppy came into your center knowing basic obedience prior to introducing tools – what would the next few weeks look like? Um, prior to, so what we would do is we would start, at 14 weeks old, we're still having shitloads of fun. You know what I mean? So we always, I mean, and, and someone's like, well, shouldn't dog training always be fun? You tell Logan that, okay? You tell Logan we're going to have some fun. We ain't having fucking fun right now, okay? What I would do with a 14 week old puppy is everything is, we want to do a couple of things. We want to build up the dog's confidence. We want to make sure we get it through some fear stages. We want to socialize it with humans and dogs. We want to make sure we um, uh, expose it to as many sounds, textures, and um, uh, uh, environmentals as we can. Um, And then we can also start working on slight duration, slight duration. Um, uh, We also want to make sure that the dog gets enough rest. Guys, your puppies need sleep. 14 weeks old, probably 20 hours a day. Um, we want to stop all the nipping and the biting, no jumping allowed whatsoever. And then you have to decide, do you want to start maybe doing some tasks with it? Have some fun. Next. <clears throat> Laura. Hey, Laura. Hi, Jeff. We are fostering a three-month-old GSD cross rescue puppy that constantly bites me hard. I know make it shitty for the puppy to bite me. What I need to learn is how to do that. Please help. Well, I would actually think twice about keeping that dog. To be honest with you, sorry, but... 
tell the tell the rescue you want a dog that doesn't bite. Where's that? Where's where's that? Where's that dog going? Where's that dog going after you? So, um, what you're going to do is, how old is it? It's a three. Oh, it's a three month old. Oh, I'm sorry, three month old. It's a twelve week old puppy. Oh, just tell it to fucking shut up. That's what you do. I'm sorry. I was thinking it was like an adult dog. Um, three months old, twelve weeks old. What you do? Number one, are you roughhousing with the dog? Is the dog tired? All right, that's a that's a common issue. All right, how much structure? Are you only giving love to that dog? Everybody does that with puppies. Guys, you're not raising puppies, you're raising dogs. How much structure is that dog being in the is that dog going in the crate at night, going in the crate when you're not there? Is that dog on a leash at all times? As far as the nipping is concerned, a little puppy bites my hand, I'll take my thumb and I'll put it right into its mouth, I'll push down. Also, I can say no and bonk the puppy. Next. Oops, super chat, top chat. 499, dog works. Can you come to Pensacola, Florida? I know you're going to Pearson. Come closer. No, you come closer to me. Okay. If if a woman in in Australia can drive 36 hours with three pit bulls in the back of her car across Australia, you can go from Pensacola to Pearson. The average the average time is six to eight hours. People drive to my seminars. It's not unusual for people to drive 12 hours though. So. Florida is, is uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing one location in Florida. And then if you might be closer to Atlanta, but go to, go to the one in Florida. It's going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. next. There's only so many weekends in the, there's only so many weekends in the, uh, in the year guys. Next. You sure? Next. Crystal, <laughs> my dog has started to bark at strangers. For example, he was outside and someone else was walking their dog on the sidewalk close to my house. Should I correct? Crystal. Wait, wait there's more. What about when a guest or guests come over and the dog has never seen them before, but then starts to bark? Should I correct? How? Crystal. I'll make this really simple. Let's use common sense. 35 years ago, I wouldn't have had a job. Nobody needed a dog trainer because everybody had common sense. Do you want your dog to continue to bark at strangers walking by? Yes or no? The answer is no, then you have to correct. As far as your dog meeting everybody, meeting people, I don't give a shit if my dog has met my guest. It's my guest. I invited them over. It's my guest. I assure you, my dogs have not met 95% of the people that I know. That doesn't give them permission to bark. Stop barking. So what do you do? Dog's outside, remote collar, correct it. Put a bark collar on the dog. It'll correct itself and the timing is better. All right, next. Top chat. Top chat, 499. Grant, hey, Grant, what's up? What are some good general rules for socialization? What behaviors should be corrected? What are some good social behaviors? Well, that all depends on your, so Grant, good question, buddy. That all depends on what your your personal rules are. So our socialization yard is a cocktail party, meaning people are walking around and getting drunk and throwing up in the corner. No, that wouldn't be a cocktail party. That would be a freaking bar bar party. So what we're doing is people are walking around being cordial. Dogs are walking around and being polite. There's no rough play. Um, We want dogs to just exist with each other. Most of the dogs just hang out and rest and they relax. Dogs can say hi, but we don't allow running around. We're not against running around. I love having my dogs run around, but people don't bring their dogs to us for that. They bring their dogs to learn how to exist around other dogs. So what do you correct? Arousal, reactivity, um, any sort of humping. We correct rough play. We correct dogs running around. Now, 
if we were swimming the dogs, which we do, no, that's a high drive activity. If we're playing fetch, high drive, drive activity. Socialization, low and relaxing. Next. Patrick, hey guys, thank you for everything you do. Keep up the amazing work. You are awesome. Patrick, thank you. Melissa says hi, Jeff and Joelle. Melissa, it was fantastic hey, seeing you on the Skype last night. Thank you for all your good questions, by the way. Sorry, I sent you three emails back to back, by the way. Don't apologize. That's what she does. Karen, how do you get a dog's to place for one hour, two hours. Is that really possible using the e-collar? You can place a dog. You can place a dog for as long as you want. One hour, two hours is easy. That should be like industry standard minimum, in my opinion. Sure. Like what else would your dogs be doing? So here's a great example. This is a 90 minute show. I've got three dogs in place. It's not because I'm a dog trainer. They were here for an hour before the show started. That'll make two and a half hours. They'll be here for an hour after the show. That's three and a half hours. They're not tired. So, and there's no e-collars on them. Now, that doesn't mean you don't use an e-collar, but the point is, what else would your dogs be doing while you're hanging out, watching TV, preparing, eating, cleaning up family meals, reading a book on social media? What would your dogs be doing? They should just be lying down, hanging out. Why? Because outside is where you do all your fun stuff, all your activity. How do you do that? Watch my YouTube video on how to teach place. Everything is done on a leash. We spend a week getting the dog to know place. Then after that, now the dog knows it. How do you keep a dog on place around distractions is through the act of a punisher. Everybody thinks, no, give it higher value treats. No, you already taught it what to do. I'm not going to keep paying you to stay there. You already know the command. Lack of compliance, I apply a punisher. What does that look like? If the dog has a leash on and a prong collar, it would be the word no, always. Leash pop. Now the dog goes, oh, I broke command. And then the conversation out there that goes, oh, so the dogs are staying on the command because of it's a fear? Sure. Yeah. And you, ro- you robbed a bank when? And you shoplifted when? And you sped when? And you got into a fight when? Like... It's called civilized society. That's what it's called. It's like, get off this concept of, oh, dogs are only listening because they're afraid. No, my children listen to me not out of fear because they know right from wrong. Well, now we're talking about a dog. Dogs are motivated by a couple of things. Next. Kaylee Dray. Lately, my dog immediately starts shaking as soon as I let him out of his crate when I get home. He hasn't ever done this before. Do I correct it? I'm not sure why he's doing this. No, I don't don't correct a dog for shaking. Maybe he's cold. Maybe he's waking up his muscles. I don't know. I got no idea. Dogs dogs go through different things. I don't brush your teeth. I don't know. I got got no idea why why he's doing that. We need a lot more context. I would leave it alone unless it's medical. Next. Lindsay, Jeff, I'm struggling with filming my work in a dog in dog training. What did you do when you first started out? Did a friend help you? Selfie stick? Any tips? Thanks. Me? I just picked up my... Uh, guys, Lindsay, you have it so fucking easy. I don't want to hear your complaints. Lindsay, it's 2018. You have this. You can not only film and edit and distribute to 7.4 billion people. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. When I first started out, you couldn't do that. You couldn't write a book without going to a publisher. You couldn't post a video without going through a producer. You could, I mean, nothing. So this is what I want you to do. Tripod. Get yourself a tripod. 
do it. Depends what kind of video you want to make. Are you doing a talking headshot stuff, like a Q&A? Are you doing a narrative where you're trying to educate? Are you doing dog training? Put it on a, um, a, a bigger tripod over in the corner and just edit it afterwards. If you have a hard time talking into the camera, overdub it. So what you can do is film yourself. So film yourself doing the work. And then when you do, do your editing, get iMovie. If you have a Mac, I don't know, PCs, whatever the basic PC, you know, uh, 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 software is. And then overdub, say, and explain, explain what you're doing. Put up content. Don't be critical. And also nobody gives a shit what you look like. Always remember that. Always remember that. Nobody cares. They just want to hear you and they want to hear the message. And don't sound too, don't worry about like if you've got an accent or if you pronounce words wrong or if you don't look good or if you're self-conscious, you know, nobody cares. Nobody cares except for people that freaking are assholes. Not you being the asshole, but anybody that would ever make a comment on that is an asshole and you're not making movies for assholes. You're making movies for people that want to see your stuff. Next. Jillian, hey guys, when walking my GSC, he's great, pays attention to me and responds to direction. When my husband walks with us, he constantly looks to him for guidance. We use the boss and prong. Any advice? Yeah, I mean, so it's possible that your dog just looks at your husband and pays more attention to him than you. So is your husband doing anything that would maybe reinforce that? Like, does your husband override your commands at all? Meaning, if you tell the dog not, if you tell the dog, not to do something and the dog doesn't stop, does your husband interject with that and then follows through? That's bad. Backseat dog training is bad to do. I don't want to say males are more guilty than females, but partners are more guilty than part than partners. So what I what I what I would do is is you just might have to step things up. You might have to step things up. It's just a distraction. Your husband's just a distraction. That's all. Next. Todd, excessive peeing marking, should that be corrected? Thanks. He does not really pee, it's more marking. Well, or it appears. Okay. So there's absolutely a different, there's a difference between marking and peeing. There's a huge difference. So to me, I'm not a fan of marking on a walk. I'm not a fan of marking at all. Zero tolerance for marking on a walk. If we're rehabbing um, an aggressive dog, whether it helps or not, I don't want them to be marking. It, whether it helps or not, I don't want them to be marking. If my dogs are off leash, which they are a lot, and they're running in the woods, and they want to walk up to something and piss on it, I can care less. Unless it's Joelle's tires of her vehicle, then I'll hear about it. Um, but other than that, I really don't care. I don't care. But but I'm not a big fan of marking in general most of the time. Next. Miss Mary Margaret, talk about e-collar brands, please. Okay, sure. So I, you're brand new to my world. So I talk about this every show. So this is my one time I'll talk about it on this show, obviously. So we're a big fan. There's four major manufacturers that we like to use. Most remote collars are crap. And yes, there is a humongous difference. We prefer e-collar technologies and Dogtra. Why? They go, they go from zero to 100 or zero to 127. They've got, they're waterproof. They've got good range. They've got great customer service. They're well-built and they have a consistent stem. We can whisper with them or we can shout with them. Then you've got Garmin and Sport Dog. Sport Dog tends to run hot even on the lowest level. I'm not a fan of training a dog on Sport Dog myself. Garmin slash Tritronics. Also, I just don't like the controller that much, but the technology is good and the quality is good. Next. Super top chat, chat, top chat, nine ninety nine. Grant, human aggressive dog will go into defense when playing tug. Okay, after dog is eco condition, can correcting the dog without lead to redirection. What can we do in the situation? So, are you sure it's defense though? 
or it's just rough tug, rough tug. So tug is a game. Tug is a game. When you're doing, I'm not a protection trainer at all. That's not my skill set. Most protection work is taps into one drive. When you want the dog to perform in the field, you definitely want to tap into defense. You want that dog to want to hurt um, as well. But I don't know enough about that to have a, to have an intelligent conversation. That's not my level of expertise. But as far as tug, I let my dogs play really, really rough with tug. I make sounds. They make sounds. I pull. I hold up. You know, I swing around like this. Um, and then I sometimes let them have it. Sometimes I say out. But out can out lead to a rebite? Sure. But it's not because the dog's in defense. That dog's because it's just a sloppy outer. Um to me, if you can't get a dog to de-escalate really quick, you got to be careful. Don't teach tug unless you teach out. So to me, I'm a big fan of tug, even with known biting dogs, because there's a difference between uncontrolled biting and biting. So a proper tug, if I hold up, and I only use tug, I use one, I use a tug toy, an actual tug toy. But if you take a tug toy and you hold it up to a dog's mouth, it shouldn't bite it until you tell it to. And when he outs, it shouldn't bite it again. So, you know, you can get redirected on any time a dog is aroused, no matter what you're doing. Next. Monoxide. My seven-month-old Rottweiler has yelped out like she was hurt when a family member was over petting her. She did this multiple times. She did it again when the neighbor came over and started petting her. Thoughts? Um, I would check its ears, its gums, its spine. I would go to a doctor for its ears, eyes, and... um, gums and i would go to probably a canine massage or chiropractor for its spine and then if they find something in the spine or neck it could be the neck area a lot of dogs get pinched nerves in the neck which an x-ray doesn't reveal sometimes does not reveal sometimes i'm not a medical guy so i'm not a vet um but but that's that's what i would do if my dog was yelping in discomfort it's possible that they have something pinched or what happens is if their ears are bothering them or if their gums are bothering them, they might think that they it might hurt or they might think that you're going to hurt them and they yelp. Next. Grant, your Facebook lives are no longer showing the start time. Previously, they would say 6 p.m. or whenever you would be starting up, but now it's ambiguous. Facebook live? Facebook live? Do well, Facebook, Facebook live is random, Grant. Are you talking about YouTube live? YouTube, Facebook live is random. I just like pick up my phone. And I do a Facebook live. So I don't know. Does it send you an alert? It probably sends people an alert. I don't know. But Facebook live, I'm, I'm not, I don't, Facebook live, I'm never concerned about interaction. I just want to just document. We just want to document our work. And then most of it's, most of the people see it on the replay. Um, but I'm not quite sure what that means. I'm not quite sure what that means. Top chat. Top chat, 499. Zach, one last question for the night. At what age do you start to introduce corrections for disobeying a known command? Thanks, Jeff and Joelle. You're welcome, Zach. Um, well, once a dog is, is, I'll say wrong to a puppy, but there's no correction until a dog is fully compliant in that command. So usually by about four months, um, there'll be or five months, there would be a firmer correction. But I'm not going to correct a, a dog that's, you know, 16 weeks old for, you know, any any firmness other than for a, be- a bad behavior. Next. Michael, Jeff, do you think teaching an unspoken automatic out is the best option for a dog with a history of resource guarding? Yeah, I do. What, what, what Michael means, good question, Michael. What Michael means by that is a good example is a dog is eating out of a food bowl 
and you walk up to it in the presence of a human, the dog backs away. Um, the dog has a bone in its hand. You go and reach for the bone. Um, uh, the dog backs away. And this is all human canine interaction, not canine canine interaction. This is human canine interaction. It's just a really good um, idea to do that with a lot of dogs, um, as well as teaching them the out command if you choose to. Next. And that's all done with a remote collar. Next. Uh, Rach, hey, Jeff, went to that job interview yesterday and then did not get the job because they didn't want a disabled person. We're seeking legal options, but I wanted to say thanks for your words yesterday. Rachel. Why are you going to sue somebody because they didn't give you the job? Why? Do you really want to, I don't even want to know what your disability is. Do you really want to sue your way into a job? Or are you just trying to make a statement? Think about this. Do you really, how about if you, like, what's the outcome of this lawsuit going to be? They give you the job. Do you really want to work there underneath those conditions? So to me, I wouldn't want to work where I wasn't wanted, whatever the reason was. Maybe they don't like Jews. Fine. Maybe they don't like long hair. That's fine. Maybe they don't want stunningly good-looking men working there. That's fine. So, you know, just think about that. Think about the energy you're going to put into that. Think about the energy you are going to put into that and what it's going to do to you. It's not going to make you happy at all. You will be in a constant state of possible anger and sadness. And what happens when you win? If you win, what, what happened? Then, then what happened? And don't get me wrong. I'm not for discrimination, guys. But people don't get jobs for a lot of reason. We're hiring right now. I'll get 100 applications. I'll hire one person. All 99 people that I didn't hire can probably come up with a lot of different reasons why I didn't hire them. But maybe they just weren't right for the job. It wasn't the color of their skin. It wasn't their sexual orientation. It wasn't a disability. You know? So just think about that. Just think about the big picture in life. That's all. But... I'm not in your shoes. Next. Top chat. Yep. YouTube live, no alert on actual time. Ah, I got it. So on YouTube live, I don't know why. Check your, check your notification settings. Check your notification settings. Make sure that you got your little, um, you've subscribed and then you've hit your, your bell and you're getting all my notifications. Um, the dog is grabbing the leash and starting to resource guard. Maybe we can teach the dog out from afar. Sure. Just teach out. I would absolutely just teach out. Yeah, dogs grabbing a leash is just, that's easy to stop. Just make it suck to do it. Next. Mariah, bringing my two dogs to boarding for the first time for three days. Any tips to help the dogs with this? I have no idea where you're bringing them to. If you're bringing them to us, don't worry about it at all. Your dog will do fine. If you're bringing them to somewhere else, I have no idea. What you can do is, how do you make, in a general rule, how to make it better? Yeah, drop off the dogs and walk away. Don't hug. Don't kiss. Don't tell them you're going to miss them. Don't give them extra love before you drop them off. Don't feed them a special meal because you're going to shit all over the fucking kennel and then someone's got to clean it up. Okay? Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't bring their favorite toys and their favorite blankie. You know what I mean? It's just like they might not even eat for all you know because they might be stressed. If you trust the place, so if you know, like, and trust, 
the facility that what you're taking them to, you've got to give it them the facility, the benefit of the doubt that they're going to take good care of your, of your, of your, of your dog. It's going to be way harder on you than it is on them. Next. Amanda, my dog is literally my shadow and follows me everywhere. It doesn't bother me too much, but is a little annoying. Even when I am just trying to clean, should I do something to stop this? Amanda, Amanda, you tell me, and you can't say it doesn't bother me much, but it's a little annoying. Make up your mind, Sybil. Okay. Which one's it going to be? You want me to fix it or not fix it? You can't ask me for advice that way. It's a pain in the ass to have your dog follow you around. It doesn't mean your dog likes you. It means your dog's a pain in the ass. Okay? It's like, excuse me, I can wipe my own ass. <laughs> Got it? I don't need your help. So what do you do? Place command. You can also teach the word out. Out meaning get out of here. Next. Wandering blanket. I like that name. I come for the vulgarity, <laughs> but stay for the info. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I don't know how do I respond for that. I fucking love you. Three <laughs> times three is nine. I don't know. It's like, I'll swear and I'll educate. Next. He's really good at math. Yep. Uh, Melissa posted your seminar website. Thank you. Karen, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I agree and don't let people pet my dog. Do you recommend allowing them pet to pet a puppy for socialization? Yeah, Thanks my so pup, Yeah, my puppies, my puppy protocols are different. I want dogs to meet lots of people. So I, I'm fortunate I live in Providence. It's a very, very... Um, um, what's the word for it? Varied city, meaning I got every color. I got every nationality. Nationality. I think our hospital has translators for like 80 languages or some something like that. I mean, you just go outside Stop and Shop, which is a grocery store chain, or Home Depot, which is a home goods store. You'll see everybody. We got college campuses, everybody. So what I do with dogs is, yeah, I want them to be around a lot of people. It's all food motivated stuff. And once they get really well socialized and then I put the kibosh on it, great. Now it's now it's work. Now it's work. Next. Kabash. Yep. Todd, what dog barks in Vegas stays in Vegas? Whoa. Right. There, won't, there won't be any. There won't be any dogs barking in my seminar. Uh-uh. Play that much. Next. Kim. Well, good evening, folks. Haven't seen you in a while. Hey, Kim. Who's hey Kim? Sorry, I lost my place. All right. Um, I really lost my place. Go ahead. Little Mama ah. Mud. I haven't heard. I haven't heard from you in a little bit either. Yep. Cold ass Canada sending season greetings. Still working longer and harder. All right. Keep it up. Nice. Keep it up. <laughs> Ice ski big guy. Hey Montana. Hey Montana. Guys. Uh, Jorge. Oh my God! Today I had the first walk with my dog using the prong collar, and it was amazing. Thank you guys. Next, we'll change my shitty pet self e collar for the mini educator. Okay. Jorge, congratulations. For all the fucking people out there that think that prong collars are these barbaric, mean, abusive, pain-inflicting, dominating, fearful devices, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about at all. Enough already. Cut the shit. I'm so, I'm not tired of it. I don't get frustrated at all. Sometimes it sounds like I'm angry, but I'm not. I'm just passionate, TM. So- (laughs) Oh, by the way, guys, T-shirts and coffee mugs, we're a week away. Oh, you know what else we're getting? Pop sockets. You know pop sockets? You know those things you put on the back of your um, your, your cell phone? We got little what would Jeff do pop sockets coming out. We got what would Jeff do coffee mugs? What would Jeff do, do T-shirts? I got hoodies coming out. Oh, yeah. Lots of swag. All right. 
listen, I can't tell you how many people are out there struggling. They're struggling. And by the way, prong collars and choke chains are nothing alike, right? So you're struggling on your walk. I want you to stop struggling. Get yourself a properly fitting prong collar. You either get a 2.25 millimeter, which is usually for 50 or 45 pounds and under, so about 20 kilos. And then you get, Hi. oh, hey, Angelo. Good night, Angelo. What's up, buddy? Thanks. Good night. Hey. See you later. Will you say goodnight to Jamal? Sweet dreams. Did you meet Jamal? Did you see him come in? Go introduce yourself, please. Okay. I'm going to walk over three dogs. No, I'll do it tomorrow. Hey, close the door. Sorry. Were you raised in a freaking barn? Okay. Um, so what I want people to do is uh, then get a three millimeter for your dogs that are 50 pounds or more and watch my free videos, how to size it, how to put it on, how to introduce it and how to use it and have a good walk. Finally, just do it. You're not going to hurt your dog. I've trained over 4,000 dogs. I've never, ever seen a dog harmed on a prong collar. And the, and the photos that you see online are not from dog training. They're either Photoshopped or they're from a collar being put on a dog. Look up embedded collars, guys. Google, wait till after my show, embedded collars. It's horrific what you'll see. Look up embed. By the way, embedded is E-M-B, okay? Embedded, embedded harnesses. It's horrific what you will see. That's not from training. That's from abuse. All right, so get yourself a prong collar. Yes, they look barbaric. I know they do. They don't hurt the dog. And for all the assholes out there that are saying, geez, then why does it work if it doesn't hurt? Are you fucking kidding me? Why does clicker training teach dogs how to sit down, place, all this stuff? Because it hurts? No, because it works. It's called dog training. Use the tools, leverage stuff, guys. Make it easy. Make your life easy. Next. Mm -hmm. um, Carrie, GSD lover. Joelle, I'm in Jersey, but from Derry, New Hampshire. Oh, nice. Nice. One purpose. Hey, guys, just checking in. Hey, cool. Carrie, I got a seminar. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. I'll be in New Jersey. Next. Um, Paris, Paraz, yep. I don't know. Jeff, I have a 10-month-old GSC puppy, and I've solved his dog reactivity with effective use of the e-collar, thanks to you. Do you think I still need to socialize him with other dogs, as I was told? This is the thing. Your dog should be able to be around dogs. Yes. Does your dog need a million friends? No. Do I want your dog to not be reactive? Absolutely. So if you can find yourself a good socialization group or training um, not a dog park. Dog parks are toxic. Then go ahead. Yes, it's, it, it is important, but it's not mandatory. But it sort of is important that your dog understands how to how to be greeted by a dog and possibly greet a dog. Next. Austin Allen, I have a wolf. Cool. Next. Carrie, GSD lover. Is it okay to have a bone while learning and doing place? Usually not learning, no. They don't need a bone. I'm not against bones. My dogs, well, I feed raw, so you know I got bones. And if you follow me on Instagram stories, you know I got deer bones, all right? If you're not following me on Instagram stories, let's have some fun. Jump on Instagram stories. It's fresh and new every single day. You'll know what I did this morning. Um, you'll know what I did this afternoon. 
Um, and obviously, you know you're, what I'm doing tonight because you're watching me now. Um, but but if you want to have your dog in place for hours and have it have a bone, go ahead. I don't use bones though to keep dogs in command. Not at all. I give I throw my dogs a bone. Next. Dave. Hey, sorry I'm late. Dave. Okay. You're skating on thin ice, buddy. All right. Real thin ice. You show up late again, you're off the sh- you're off the show. Put the kibosh. You're done. You're done. In fact, I might even put you in a timeout right now. Stop. Next. Poor Dave. Kyle, do you correct for furrowing a brow and watching us move around when on place if it doesn't escalate? Okay. I need more narrative. Is your dog, you said moving um, for watching us move around. So I, I assume you're, 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 you're talking about humans moving around. So if your dog is not reactive towards humans, I don't care. Um, if your dog is not anxious, I don't care. But now if your dog, if your dog has separation anxiety and whines and um, breaks command a lot, that's a good opportunity for you to say, mm, you know what? That's the beginning of the sequence of you possibly doing something I don't like. Let's stop that right now. Let's do a little bit of electronic Botox. And that's the remote collar. Next. Full of it tonight. Electronic It's a regular, regular show. <laughs> Austin Allen. My dog has a conscience for sure. She loves me and is a good girl. Austin, I'm thrilled for you, buddy. Cool. That's great. And it's a wolf dog. Next. Carrie, GSD lover. Know that I want my GSD to mentally be calm too, so don't know if a bone in place is appropriate. Historically, a bone increases saliva. Probably, you know, I don't know if chewing a bone relaxes a dog. Sometimes they've got to go to the bathroom more after chewing a bone. I'm pulling this stuff out of my ass and making it up as I go along because I don't know the first fucking thing about chewing bones. But I highly doubt a dog is in its most relaxed state when it's chewing a bone. But I'm not against a dog chewing a bone. It's up to you. Next. Try both. Tony, my dog barks in crate, then correct dog, quits, but pants excessively. Should I correct? Um, I would do the double down. Teach the double down, which is the dog. Dogs in crate should be lying down. And if you've got a dog that's anxious, teach it till its head goes down. And you can do that with a remote collar. And you can actually do that with a little bit of leash pressure as well. Next. Mario, it seems like my mother is ruining the training I've done with my dog. So far, only happens with the place command by not enforcing it. That's what I get for babysitting my daughter for free. Oh, well. I was just going to say, Mario, I'm sure your mother's got plenty of freaking European in the ass stories about you growing up. <laughs> so payback's a bitch, buddy, right? For all you children out there, listen to your fucking parents or they're going to fuck up your dogs. Next. <laughs> Dave. Hey, my DSC flips out when I get out of the car. I mean, trips out. Not sure what to do. What, do you mean like falls out of the car or just barks and goes crazy? Help me out here. If your dog, if your dog trips out, like you're trying to talk like '60s and, and stuff like that, then what, 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 what I want you to do is, I want dogs to be in vehicles calm. So what do you do? You role play it. Get out of the car. Have a set up a train. Guys, everything is dog training. Whatever your dog doesn't do well, practice a lot of it. So get out of your car. Have your dog be calm. Calm. How do you do that? Teach it down inside the car. You can use a remote collar if you want to. And then get back in the car and then get out of the car and then get back in the car and then get out of the car and just role play it, role play it, role play it, role play it. Guys, we, we practice sit down, place, recall, heal so many times. How many times do we practice like going in and out of a crate, being quiet in a car, um, all, all the other things? It's training. It's training. So work on it. Next. 
Austin, you can never care what other people think. It is the worst thing ever for people at the gym. I agree. Mm-hmm. Next. Kaylee J, cut back to zero affection for my whining dog like you suggested. He's completely structured. He's e-collar trained. I've been correcting him when needed. How do I know when I can give him affection again? Mm, 2020. Next. <laughs> Max Asina, any plans to come to Iowa for a seminar? Um, no. I would, but I'm running out of weekends. Are you close to Wisconsin? You might have to drive. How about coming down to Vegas? I'm envisioning Vegas. Guys, I might be securing rooms for like under 50 bucks a night at a beautiful hotel. Like stunning hotel. Let's make a weekend out of this. Let's have some fun. Um, so come to Vegas. But look at look at look at Jeff Nothing in Iowa. Next. Austin, I hate it when she leaves marks in the snow on people's property. Don't let her do it. Next. Lindsay, I have the tripod filming at home down. Today I tried to get some film of an almost finished dog going out in public, and I feel like I'm fumbling with a leash, remote, and phone. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, what you want to do is get yourself a small tripod. Get yourself a tripod like this, or this that you can extend the legs and set it up 20 feet away from you. Set it up 20 feet away from you, and you'll know what your frame is. You'll know what your frame is, all right? So you can do that. They also make something called a sure shot, which actually can follow you around. I never used that technology yet. But what you can do is just get a wide-angle shot of you and just show your work. That's all. Just show your work. Practice, practice, practice. You'll figure out what your field of frame is next. Chris, what do you do when your spouse isn't on board with the way you want to train? It seems to be causing conflict with the dog, and it acts completely different depending on which one of us is around. Match.com, JDate, Tinder. Next. Crescent Moon Girl, 411. I've started prong collar training with my great Dane puppy, and he listens really well on collar. But as soon as it comes off, he refuses to listen and acts like he never heard a command. How do I fix it? How long have you been Crescent Moon? How long have you been working on the dog training for? Six months? A year? It's dog training. When we click, if you clicker, if you do food and clicker training, 4,000 repetitions become before they become proficient. Remote collar or prong collar, not as much. It's training. It takes a little bit of time. So don't be in a rush to get the collar off. Don't be in a rush to get the collar off. Have you done 2,000 repetitions and the dog has done it properly almost every single time? Next. Ice Key Big Sky. Someone said that marking is like Facebooking for dogs in a sense. They can get a lot of info from the P. Just thought that was interesting. What did they say pre-1994? The encyclopedia for dogs. Right. The poo paper or whatever they fucking call it. Okay. It's like whatever. So them marking is like Facebook to who? To them or to the person that sniffs the pee? It doesn't make sense. So all they're doing is posting shit. Right? That's all they're doing is posting. All right? No. Next. Chevy. Great to see you guys. Hey, New Zealand. What's up, Chevy? Chevy? Brandon, do you believe a dog can have ADHD where one day they will do something and the next day they will not? Or is that just the dog being an asshole? I mean, well, yeah. I don't believe dogs have ADHD. I believe dogs can be assholes. Absolutely. And dog, and also they're dogs. 
They're also their dogs. So top chat, $5. Paris, my 10 month old male GSD squats and pees instead of lifting his leg up and is never marked. Should I be concerned? If it's, um, first of all, I don't care about males not lifting their legs. So, um, if it's marking, cause female dogs can mark as well. So if it's just, if it's just peeing and you can tell it's peeing because it actually takes some time. Marking is usually boom, 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 boom. So peeing is actually like find a spot, drop trowel, pee. You know what I mean? So I'm, I wouldn't worry about that at all unless it's marking. Next. That's how West pees. Yep. That's how um, text pees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mariah, thanks for the pet fooled recommendation, Joelle. You're welcome. Jeff, what advice would you give someone who wants to become a dog trainer at a facility like yours with no experience yet? Um, offer to work for free for a year. Next. Chevy. Or even better, pay them. Guys, stop going to college. Give that money towards an employer that you want to work with. Okay? Stop accruing debt. This concept that you're going to have a hundred dollars to $180,000 worth of college debt and being able to generate forty dollars to $80,000 a year and then live not in your parents' basement? Nope. It won't work. The economics don't work. If you really, really want to, now, if you want to become a lawyer, you probably have to. Maybe not, you don't have to go to the best law school out there. You can probably do it on continuing education, you know, or you can probably do it actually online. Surgeon, I think I want you to go to school, but most do- most fields, stop going to school, unless you want to party for a couple of years, but stop going to school. And if you want to party for a couple of years, don't go to a fucking college campus, travel the damn world. So what I would do is I would offer to work for free. Big deal. It's 40 to 50 hours a week. That gives you that gives you anywhere from 148 to 138 hours left in a week. Right? Think about it. Next. Chevy, my working line GSD I've been training isn't dog aggressive. She spent a pack day with a colleague of Sean's who lives in New Zealand now, and she was great, just a bit unsure. The problem is me. Yeah. I mean, the the problem is all of us, guys. Everybody likes to shame dog owners. I don't shame dog owners, but sure. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all responsible for all of our dog's fuck-ups usually, you know? But the cool thing about that is we can fix it. But dogs historically are better away from their owners than with their owners, especially the dogs that are usually reactive and fearful and nervous. Next. Chevy, no YouTube live notifications for me either. My settings are all G. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what happened, guys. I just, I don't know what happened. Next. Michelle started a new puppy class last night. One puppy, I guess, four months. Growled and snapped at everyone all night. I assumed fear. It went at another puppy and trainer gave it a treat. I asked why, for God's sakes. Maybe maybe they're trying to train that dog to bite. Oh, sorry. Was told that. Dogs live in the moment, and the treat was for turning its head away after. Zero correction, not even a harsh no, which would have been my response if my dog. So I would get out of there, Michelle, before you get attacked by a dog. So that's probably the stupidest, most ethical, and I don't want to know who it is because it's not about that person. The concept that a dog snapping at another dog and any reward system being in place will only train the dog to do more of what it just did. 
It's the stupidest thing you can do. That's how dogs end up dead. Everybody's out there blasting people like me, which I don't mind. I love it. I'm doing really well here. But shock collars are ruining dogs. Prong collars are ruining dogs. You only need to do positive. The tra- this training philosophy that you just described is how you make dogs aggressive. That's how you would train a dog to bite. Just like that. I go after another dog, and even if I stop, I get a reward. You just trained bite, retreat really well. Why? Because that's what we do with protection dogs, right? They aggress. You start off by giving them a tug. All right? they, They aggress. You call them back and you give them a ball. Like they're doing it backwards. They should know better. They're using, they're positively reinforcing a unwanted behavior. It's really simple dog training theory. It's horrific though. Get out of there before they fuck your dog up too. Next. Dave, you guys are amazing and make me very at ease, almost therapeutic. Thank you so much. I'm sure I will get a question in one day. No problem at all, Dave. I didn't know my voice was therapeutic, though. How come everyone tells me I'm annoying? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd go that far. Yeah, either. I know. It's like, okay, Dave, I'll take it. Next. Fiorella. Doing recalls today on the remote caller. I held the continuous and dialed up and got up to a 38. Her working level is 8. All she did was scratch her neck. And do I need to go higher? Um, so, Fiorella, number one, have you trained your dog on a leash at a higher correction to recall to you? Okay. I also usually historically will go, I'll roll up higher and I'll hit momentary instead of dialing up. Because that's almost like the frog in the water that boils. So they can withstand a lot of it because it's a slow, gradual um, 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 pressure on the dog's neck, shock on the dog's neck. But you've got to train your dog on a long line when it doesn't listen to your recall command, when it gets a higher level stim, what to do. Please don't just go around. If you've never trained your dog on a high level, for for, I'm talking about for obedience, for OB then you need to make sure that you have a long line on the dog so it knows what to do. Next. She also said she knows the command, and we have worked for a week and a half on the collar at home with basic commands. That's not enough time. Next. Uh, Melissa says she got her YouTube live notification. I did too. Yeah, I don't know. Dave says you're hiring. I would move there in a heartbeat. Yeah, we're hiring. Next. The dedicated dog. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Just started my own dog training company, and I'm hoping to get into rehab slash boarding training. Awesome. I know I need to have access to a balanced pack and thinking of getting a puppy to raise for this. Um, You don't need to dedicate. First of all, dedicated dog. Congratulations. You don't need to. You don't need to. Just also, why don't you just, you know how many dogs are in shelters right now? They would make great, they would make great pack dogs. Tons of them. Tons of them. Every one of my dogs, I only, actually, I don't own any dogs that I raised from a puppy. I got seven. I've acquired them all. You know, but you can get a lot of balanced dogs. And who says that you, who said the puppy, the puppy is going to be balanced. It might not be. So yeah, get just go to, go to your local shelter, 
get a, get a, get a dog, no human aggression, no dog aggression, no anxiety, train it up. You'll get it. It'll cost you 50 bucks. Next. Holding on dog training, working fearful dog objects the prong. It's better, but not great. Switch to slip lead with e-collar. She's great. Should I work her through the prong or go with what works and not worry about it? Okay. Great question. Worker what works, absolutely, but that's for you. Remember that as dog trainers, guys. Remember that as dog trainers. Got it? They're not our dogs. We like to train dogs on all the tools that we use, prong and remote collar, because the owner is going to need the leverage. I see so many dog trainers out there training dogs on slip leads, which is fine, but Can your owners, can the clients, can the actual owners of those animals duplicate the process as good or close to as good as you? Or do they need more help? Always remember that. Always remember that. You've trained dozens, a hundred, thousands of dogs. You've worked with, you know how to take a dog from out of control to in control. You know how to take a puppy from this little nothingness to a to a highly trained dog. They don't. Always remember that. This dog training thing is not about us. It's about them. And the biggest thing I see in this dog training industry is the egos of dog trainers are holding back the success of the clients. I'm constantly seeing this. I can't tell you how many people are like, geez, why, you know, I just trained that dog up with us. This isn't about, this isn't you hold on dog training, but you know, I try, why do you have to use all those tools? We could just use a, we can just use a, a slip lead. Good for you. I can fully train a dog with a piece of rope food, and a clicker, and my skill set. I can rehab aggression with that, actually. Give me a bonker as well. I need a yes, and I need a no. I could do it all day long. Number one, why don't I do it? Why? Because I like efficiency, number one. Number two, it's not my fucking dog. I need that dog to have be able to listen to a tool so when it goes back to the owner, they actually have a chance to build the relationship up. But this concept that, well, another thing people will always tell us, if you built a better relationship up with a dog, like, why would I want to build a relationship up with a client's dog? Why would I want to do that? The last thing I want to do with a client's dog is use relationship to train. How is that going to help the owner? They don't have a good relationship. Now the dog will listen to me. Big fucking deal. It ain't my dog. So trainers do that to feed their egos. Now you give the dog back to the owner and they're like, "Um, geez, Jeff, can you move in? No. Even if the sex is good and your cooking is good. No. Because... That's the biggest thing, guys. For all my fellow dog trainers out there, guys, it's not about you. 
Now, if you want to take a dog to a high-level competition and win awards, that's cool. Do it. I can't do it. I'm amazed at people that do that. But if you want to work with family pet dogs, lose the fucking ego. Train the dogs on tools that the owners can leverage. Bust your ass on your human training or else all you're going to be doing is blaming owners all day long for the for their lack of skills, which they didn't have in the first place. Next. Jessica, 13-year-old Chihuahua, never a barker until last year. She barks in the crate or out of the crate. I've used bonker, thrown it at her and at the kennel. Used bark collar, shot collar. She continues to bark. So 13 years old, get her checked out medically. It's probably not why she's barking, but get her checked out medically. She might have lost her hearing. Maybe now she's just barking. But still, you got to stop it no matter what. I don't give a shit what the dog's problem is. You have to stop it. But if you're using a bark collar that's not stopping, I would wonder, number one, is it a good quality bark collar? Number two, do you have proper fit? Number three, if you're bonking, are you throwing it firm enough? Number four, what's the rest of your day look like? What's the rest of your day look like? You're giving your dog lots of freedom and too much affection and then putting it in its crate and expecting it to behave. You got to have structure sort of everywhere right now, right now. And you might get five more years, six more years out of that dog's life. These chihuahuas can last a long time. Next. Gina Cooley says, yay. Yay. Probably about the t-shirts. Yay. Next. Michelle says, yay, t-shirts from Santa. Nice. Uh, Melissa says, another option is when Jeff shares the link on Facebook during the day, people can click on it and we'll bring them to YouTube. From there, you can set a reminder so you'll be notified. That you can do too. Thanks, Melissa. Chevy, also, did you get another request for a seminar in New Zealand? I got another trainer on board to host. Chevy, have them contact me. No, I have not. Mariah, can't wait for the swag. I know, I know, I know. Marnie Cool Dog. That's one of our groupies right there. Is it? She says, merch, I can't wait. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Russ says, hey, Jeff, Joel, and Jamal. You know Russ? Yeah. He's shaking. I think Russ. He's fall, Jamal's falling asleep, guys. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> what are you trying not to look <laughs> at him? He can't look at us. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said there. He's like, man, you had a miserable time last night, didn't you? <laughs> Next. Little Mama Mud. Been, <laughs> it reminds me when I used to do the Q&As. <laughs> I was like, when, Linda, when Linda was here, you couldn't you couldn't hold your laughter back. Oh, little mama mud. Been busy taming the beasts. Been watching replays, but always a day behind. Your advice worked, Jeff. DD caller on. He has more to strive for now. Mostly air, but that's something. That's what you do in Alaska, man. Um, Rach, we raised in a freaking barn. Laugh my ass off. Sue. Turned my friend on to prong caller. She called so excited to tell me what a change in the behavior. Walked perfect and ignored all other dogs and was so calm. Sue, I know, hon. I'm just like, why doesn't the why doesn't the world fucking recognize this? Stop letting these damn fucking snowflakes control our control the industry. Just stop. Just stop. Get yourself a prong collar. All these countries that are banning them, everybody stand up and yell and scream. It's so fucking ironic. It's like Germany. You can't use them. Guess where they're made? Germany. Really, guys? Okay, that's really great. It's wonderful. Come on. Let's let's bring back the prong collar. For all the folks out there saying you don't need them, okay, you don't need them, but your clients do. Here we go back again to like, good for fucking you that you don't need them. I can walk my dog on slip leads. I don't. Why? I want my life to be easier. 
That's why. Because I want to, when I'm walking a bunch of dogs at once, I want to, I want to be able to enjoy things and not have to worry about a goddamn thing. And if shit does hit the fan, like an off-leash dog comes running at me, or if I don't know, five squirrels come running past, and one dog out of five decides to to lunge, I want to make sure I don't freaking lose. I'm I'm paying attention. It's so much easier. Make your life easier. Good for you, Sue. <clears throat> Paras was watching live PD the other day, and they had prong collar on the Belgian Malinois, which was a highly trained police canine. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, I've worked, I've worked with some police canines, not on the professional level, but more of like the home level. And like, they're all trained on tools. All the military dogs are trained on tools. Service dogs are trained on tools. They better be. They better be trained on tools. I want to make sure that there's a damn close to 100% proficiency out there. Next. Uh, Delaney, love your videos. My Pitbull is a different dog, and I just got Adobe and will be training him the same, but I am having crate issues. They both whine and cry. Uh, it is awful. I only have one collar, one e-collar. So what you can do is you can get call up. You can get a – I don't know how old your e-collar is, what brand. You can get a second collar. You can get a second collar for the same handset. I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Bless you. Show 488. I've never sneezed on a show before. <gasps> I burped, farted, yawned. Fell asleep, I think, once or twice. I just yawned earlier. Yeah, but I've never I've never sneezed on a, on a radio show before. Um, uh, uh, so, but also, use a bonker. Hit the side of the crate. Take the dog out of the crate, bonk it. Hit the side of the crate next. Dave says, ha, 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 ha. Yep. Pamela, I have a hoodie that says, where's my bonker on the back? You can write that one down. Just don't wear, don't wear that one to the UK. You'll um, be getting stupped. Next. <laughs> a vacant family. Learning so much with your great content. Trying to stop rushing the door. Won't using a bonker make a dog hand shy? Would e-collar be more effective? A vacant family. Number one, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me, the whole family. If using a bonker made your dog hand shy, would I be giving out the advice? You're brand new to my world. So this is my first snark. Welcome to my world of snarkiness. So no, it won't. No, it won't. There's a lot of dogs out there that are hand shy that have never had a bonker used on them. And everybody assumes that they were hit. They weren't. If you say no, see my dogs right now, I'm holding up this bonker. I'm going like this. I got three dogs here. Texas, like, I'm not enthused. <laughs> okay. So my dogs are not worried about a bonker at all, but I assure you, if I use it on them, they'll hate it. This is how we fuck up dogs. Lack of tools. Why? Because we yell more. We get frustrated. We get more physical. You know you do. Guys, don't lie. You know you do. All right? You do stupid shit. You get angry. Having a tool and being able to apply it properly and calmly is the most effective dog training out there. It really is. It really is. So know your dog won't be hand shy. Number one, your dog's rushing the door, okay? The dog rushes the door. You say no. 
you whiz it at the door. The only hand that it's going to fear is the hand of God, as it should. So no. But yes, an e-cower is more effective. Not on everything. Bonker is way better for de-arousing a dog, in my opinion. Next. Uh, Carrie, GSD lover. Joelle meant to say from Derry, where are you from? I'm from all over. I don't have one place. Joelle lived in New Hampshire for... Five minutes? For Her bags weren't even unpacked. <laughs> Literally. Her bag. Lived there for five minutes. She's from Massachusetts. She went to New Hampshire. She, they built a house. Her and her husband built a house. She went up there for five minutes and then doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> End of story. You'll have to read the book. <laughs> yeah. That'll come later. She's only 24. She's, she's got plenty of time to write her book. Tiffany, like, do you ever have dogs that you have to say a three-week board and train and then need to keep it for longer, meaning the anxiety issues are not being fixed in the allotted time? Yeah. Dogs? I mean, we, we do a five-week board and train. I mean, hell, a lot of these dogs should be with us for six months, frankly, and I'm being serious. We've got a dog right there, right, right now. We have two dogs with us right now that should probably be with us for a minimum of four months, a minimum of four months. And if anything, they move in with me in my house, but I won't do that. But yeah, they need, they probably need a four month board and train easily. And it's all anxiety stuff. It's all anxiety. Next. One purpose. Is Linda taking advantage of the Vegas seminar? No, believe it or not, Linda doesn't like Linda. When I first met Linda, when I was in the adult business, we were in, I used to go to Vegas three to four times a year. CES show is big. The AVN Award Show. If anybody's familiar with the AVN Award Show, the big adult show, the, like the adult Oscars, um, we were there. We were there every year. Um, I used to have a booth. I used to have a booth there. Um, we used to go to Vegas all the time. And and then for other industries that I was in, I used to go to Vegas all the time. But but Linda doesn't like to travel. She loves staying home. She loves being at home. That's why I got to get that freaking kitchen redone for her. You know what I mean? Because she loves being at home. She lives, she just loves it. Loves it. So um, I'll offer it to her. I'll offer it to her. But then again, what, what month are we thinking of doing it? October. She, she can't. Kids, we have the kids have got school, and um one of their kids are started going to school, and then there's also dance, there's ballet. So she can't get away. Ballet and dance take up like so much of Romy's time, so much of her time. Next. Marnie Cool Dog, Vegas, Vegas. Yep. Yep, we're going. Brownie Brown, if you ever, if you do ever make it to Iowa, that'd be amazing. Okay. <laughs> I do get asked about Iowa a lot. Okay. I try to stay away from four letter states, <laughs> but then again, I'm going to Ohio. So I guess there goes that rule. I only do, I only do one four letter state in here. So, so. What other four letter states are there? <laughs> that's a good question. Ohio, Iowa. That's it. Anybody? <laughs> Dakota, Carolinas, Floridas, Virginias, <laughs> New Hampshire, Vermont, Colorado, California, Nevada, Utah. Oh, Utah. Mm, we can go there though. <laughs> Utah. We could. We go to Salt Lake City. Yep. So just, no, Iowa. <laughs> I. Find me a location in Iowa. Jeff at solidk9training.com. Jeff at solidk9training.com. Find me a location in Iowa. Probably want to do it in Des Moines. Des Moines. How do you pronounce it? Des Moines. 
I mean, I don't know. I know it's the only city I know in Iowa. So one of the bigger cities and, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll look at a map and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's beautiful there. Amanda. I'm not going for the fucking scenery though. <laughs> I am. Um, Amanda, my dog is dog aggressive. I'm looking for a good board and train or any other possible solutions. Found a few places that look okay, but wanted to see if you knew of a good place in Michigan. Uh, I'll tell you what, Amanda, Jeff at Solid Canine Training, send me the links of what you're looking at. Don't mention them on here now. I don't want to, I don't like people mentioning names of any dog trainers because I just don't like to do that. You'll never hear me talk about another dog training company. Never hear me talk about another name of a dog trainer. Even some of the public figures I won't, I won't talk about. All right. Because that's not what I do. I find that very unprofessional to do. I find it very unprofessional for other business owners to talk badly um, about, about, about other business owners. So, um, which I would never do, but I don't even want to comment on. I don't want to be put in a tight spot um, like that. Next. Vega, is any bark collar effective? No, most bark collars suck. So I would go with the Garmin Bark Limiter, E-Collar Technologies, ultra-sensitive dog a bark collar, and Dog Trust Bark Collar. Go with those, go with those three, but stay away from the crap ones. Next. One purpose, tell everyone to update their phones. I get all the notifications. You already did it for us, one purpose. Next. <laughs> update your phones. Fiorella. My five-month-old GSD puppy barks and bites at the neck of our other dog when we get home or have guests over. Yep. If she gets excited in any way, she has this reaction to us. <laughs> any idea of what it is? Stop yeah. it. It's normal dog behavior. Yeah. It's, I don't, especially with German Shepherds. Uh-huh. It's a big German Shepherd thing. All I can think it's of It's a big West. German Shepherd. So hopefully the other dog will tell it to cut it out. Um, girl does that a lot with a lot of dogs. Um, it's going to get... You know, it can get your dog's ass kicked one day from a dog, but I have no problem at all. It's all, it is all play. Next. Uh, a vacant family. I have a 2.5 year old male intact Dobie. Could the selective reactivity be because he's not fixed? Want to avoid neutering for health purposes? Not planning on breeding? What are your thoughts? Um, I believe that it's, I believe that, that spay and neuter is a choice. So I believe it's a choice. Your dog will still be reactive even if he desects it. It's a behavioral issue. Next. Dave says, LOL. A vacant family says, have been very structured with him as you recommend, and that seems to have helped his reactivity, but not 100%. Have to constantly manage, and it's dog reactivity. No issue with people. So what I would do, what I would do is this. I would make sure you're giving your high-level punisher at the first sign of arousal. Try to find the sound, sign of arousal, but also be careful about that 100%. Be careful about that 100%. Next. Dave says, that wasn't my question. Ugh. What's the question, Dave? Well, he said, LOL. I don't uh, know. Oh, next. Type the question. Type the question. I love to answer your, ask your question and answer it next. Jessica, I'm a big fan. Your methods help me with my dog, so I share your message with others and can confidently, from my personal experience, that it works. I have a whole new approach to dogs now. Awesome. Next. Um, Monophilic Dome, Dog Fraser. Mm, okay, cool. <laughs> Dave says he barks. He barks. He gets mad. What? Dave, <laughs> you're speaking in, in riddles. What? <laughs> he barks. He gets mad. Okay. Where does it say he gets mad? <laughs> Down below. Oh, he gets mad. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Dave, write me a fucking riddles. sentence. Okay? You're allowed 200 characters. Use all of them, please. <laughs> Next. Oh, my God. Jessica. Clapping to train the owners. Yes. 
Uh, holding on dog training. Thank you. Owners coming for half for their half point visit. I will see how they can handle it and go from there. You always make me think deeper. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Love you too, hon. My phone is lagging and all I always see is you go like this. <laughs> Woke comrade. Any dog training book recommendations? Um, yeah, my buddy Sean O'Shea. Go, go to though go to the good dog way. The good dog way. Order his order his book. Next. This is Raquel, right? Yes, that's Raquel. She says, yes, it's not about us ever. It's about people learning how to deal, train, and live with their dogs. Love you guys. Raquel, I haven't gotten an email from you. <laughs> Love you too, hon. Titros. Uh, Hi, yes. Jeff and Joelle. My first time watching live. I'm working as dog trainer here in Dubai. Thanks for all of your advice. It helps me a lot. Hey. Hey. I have an, oppor- I have an opportunity to do a seminar in Dubai. What's the market like? What's the market like out there? Are they open to tools? You think they would be open to um, doing a seminar? So um, I've got an opportunity. I've got a location. So I've got a location to do a seminar there. So Jeff at Solid Canine Training. Let me know your thoughts. Next. Dave says, you guys are great. Thanks. You still didn't ask me a fucking question, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave, right now I sort of suck. I didn't answer your question. Next. Samantha. I just want to thank you for your videos. It's helped me as a first-time dog owner. I grew up with dogs, never had one as an adult. Your videos have helped a lot. Makes a big difference what you don't know your parents did. Mm -hmm. Next. Jessica, Chihuahua, medically cleared, overall obedient, solid place command, chuck it a few times a day, structured heel walker, responsive to corrections, but continues to bark collar, to bark. Collar fit is right. Any recommendations on collar for under five pounds? You're sort of fucked. Um... I, yeah, I would use, I would get, I would, damn it. No, there's not a good one. I would get the micro e-collar from e-collar technologies and just use it as a bark collar. Next. Kaylin, dog suddenly having huge reaction to e-collar. We've been using it for two weeks, even level one. He shakes his head and twitches, confusion, or just trying to get a reaction. He's dramatic. Um, could be being dramatic. Also, I would check, there's a, there's a test light. There's a test light with a collar. I don't know what kind of collar it is. If it's e-collar collar, there's a test light. Make sure that it's right. Make sure that level one is actually you feel or, or put it up to your put it up to your hand. Put it up to your hand. Next. Matt, what should I look for after a month board and train with our dog? We'll do whatever to do continue improvement. How best to do it? Um what should I look for after So I don't know. I don't know what you're going. I don't know what the dog's going in for. So if it's going in for certain things, like if we get a dog that's highly dog aggressive for four weeks, it's going to have a different level of of, of results than it was if it was, if it was just a, easy, a happy-go-lucky dog. So whatever we want to ask questions about, though, ask questions on how you can continue to keep making progress. So remember, all a board and train does is give the owners a head start. So you're you're now at the beginning of your journey. Next, uh, Alicia. I have a deaf dog that I've tried teaching basic signs and my dog thinks that he can bite everything and anything in sight. I want to know if swatting on the nose is okay or if it's bad, please help. I'm not a big fan. I mean, if a dog came after me, I would more, I would obviously be physical with it. I'd rather you use a tool though. I'd rather you use a bonker or a remote collar than swatting him on the nose. But you know, have I ever swatted my dog on the nose before? Of course I have. Do I do with clients? No. I mean, if you come after me and try to bite me, I mean, I don't give a shit at that point. But 
on your everyday training during our proper training protocols when we're being really, really proactive and we're, and we're using tools and we're setting ourselves up, you know, with, with lots of safety protocols. We don't need to do that. But I prefer, I prefer if you had a different correction than you're just swatting on the nose. Next. Melody, when is the swag going to be available? And I'm so happy you are coming to Northern California. I'll be registering with NOAA for 2019. Thanks again, Jeff, for all you guys Yeah, do. jump on that, Melody, jump on that San Francisco seminar. They, they sell out. Working spots sell out, and then everybody wants more. Oh, can you wait? It's like all my seminars I'm trying to get six months in advance so people have plenty of time to get tickets. But you wait, you wait. Usually some of these seminars six weeks in advance, working spots get sold out, and everyone's surprised, and I'm like, Sorry, people sort of like my shit, you know. Um, when is the swag available? Hopefully soon. You know, I like to <laughs> I like to order some too. Next. We're wondering the same thing. Yeah, I, I don't got any. Like, I'm I'm waiting too. Next. Uh, Betty Jane Brain, I haven't made a bonker for Harley the Barking Beagle. I used a heavy down pillow. It never phased him. So I would use a bonker instead. You throw a heavy down pillow on me, and I think I'm in a fucking TV commercial. Okay, <laughs> it's like what am I? What is this? J Crew LL Bean. <laughs> Come on, did you monogram it for me? Come on. Josh, how do I build my five-month-old GSE confidence with strange people? Right now, he looks at me for comfort around strangers. That's not the worst thing at all. Actually, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Get your dog to exist around humans, and that's what I would do. I want my dog to look to me for guidance. Next. Um. Efrain, yep. using vibration on e-collar and my dog just got scared and tries to hide. He won't come to me no matter how much I try. Also, it's at low settings. Also tried shock on low. Okay. Afrain, stop what you're doing. Stop using vibration. You'll never hear me say to use vibration. Number two, did you train your dog recall? Got it? Have you trained your dog how to come to you Hundreds of times through proper learning theory. So I'm not calling you out. I'm not mad at you. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I just want to make sure that people understand that there's still dog training. What I don't want people to do, and I talk about this all the time, you call your dog over. It doesn't listen to you. You hit a button. It still doesn't listen to. I don't speak Japanese. Got it? I don't care if you... Actually, well, if you probably put a remote call on me and shocked me pretty high, I'd probably sound like I was speaking Japanese, but it ain't going to be Japanese. All right. It sure as hell won't be. All right. So what I want you to do is I don't know the language, no matter how much you shock me. And on the flip side, no matter how much you reward me. So if you, I mean, I can probably come up with a word that's Japanese. If you gave me a thousand dollars, Let's think of Croatian. Croatian. I have no idea what a Croatian word is. None. Give me a thousand dollars. I ain't speaking Croatian. Shock me. I'm not speaking Croatian. You got it? Does that make sense? It's the same thing with dog training. Just because I present a food reward, that doesn't mean the dog's going to do it. Just because I present a punisher, that doesn't mean the dog's going to do it. You still got to train the dog. How do you do that? We use a leash. We use leash pressure and guidance. We'll use our body. We might use a food lure, but we rarely ever use a food lure. We'll use a little bit of hand manipulation. But with recall, we use a prong collar and a long line and a a command word, a marker word, and a reward. 
and there's a process for it. And then we layer the remote collar over it, but it's all done on leash. And I've got a free video on that. Next. Karen, I watched your videos, used the tools, eliminated affection, added structure, and I have a totally changed dog for the better. Thanks so much. Hey, how's Texas Paw? Texas Paw is great because he don't give a shit about discomfort. He was ready to, I had to, I had to keep up. I kept a muzzle on him for 48 hours. Actually, 48. No. It wasn't even. No, it was longer. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, he got he got his bandage off with a muzzle oh. on, but he had a muzzle on for two solid days and maybe half of a night. No, no, and then the night after the night. So two days and then a night, yeah. And then um, he doesn't care. Like he, he's he's going full blast next. Um, Betty Jane Brain, I yell as much as he barks. I hated to hear both of us when the neighbor was walking her little yard shitter down the street. LOL. Stop yelling. Next. Refrain. P.S. Your videos are the shit. Thanks. Oh, refrain. Thanks. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. The shit. I don't know. I don't know the slang from these young kids these days. <laughs> Such a grandpa, <laughs> Gabriel. I could be Jeff. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, my kids are twenty eight. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think will be your next dog? Another mouse? Uh, I had, I had, I had, <laughs> I had, I had. How many kids did I had when I was twenty eight? I mean, I had two kids when I was twenty eight already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're already four. They're already out of diapers. Uh, um. Next. What's your next dog? I've got no idea. Probably a German Shepherd. Probably a male German Shepherd. Next. You can have Wes. Next. Uh, Ice Key Big Sky. You're sort of fucked. I'd buy that in a hoodie. Let's put that on. That's a coffee mug. Yeah. That's a coffee mug. Definitely. Write down write down fucked for coffee mug. Okay. So and we'll come up with something. We'll come up with. We'll, we'll take it from that one show. Next. You are fucked. <laughs> yep. Snowman 13. My two-year-old Pipple chases her tail excessively and shows dominant aggressive behavior towards small dogs. Any suggestions? Two different things. Yeah. The remote collar will stop the tail chasing. Got it? I told a wonderful story about a bull terrier in New Zealand who after seven years, thousands of dollars of dog training, medical, medicine. Um, by the way, that dog is 10 years old right now. Look at that. She just sent me a, she just sent me a picture. 10 years old. That dog would have been dead. Literally, remote collar. Stopped it in about three seconds. As far as going towards small dogs, that's a whole different thing. We have to be really, really careful. You have a power breed dog. Not because it's a pity, but it's a power breed dog. It's stronger. Small dog. It doesn't take much to harm them. So that's a whole different protocol. Whole different protocol. Right now, make sure you're using proper tools so you've got leverage so your dog can't drag you on your ass. Definitely keep your dog away from other small dogs. That's not the answer. That's not the training. But that, you need a lot of intensive training. Start keeping that dog at least to be obedient. Now, we're not going to use obedience to fix the problem, but let's start somewhere. At some point, you're going to have to start correcting the, the arousal around small dogs, get them to exist together, and then you'll take it from there. Next. Mm. Jessica, thank you. I will get one ordered. Nice. Betty Jane Brain, are you coming to Ohio? If so, what city? Cleveland, Akron, Columbus? Akron. Akron, Columbus, or Cincinnati? The other C, Canton. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Next. <laughs> Those are the big four. Tiffany. Akron's not a big, no. Can's not big either. <laughs> I don't know anything about Ohio. Well, you got, Cle really you got Cle Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Those are sort of like north, middle, and then south. Well, and my buddy she listed these four, so they're obviously important yeah, to her. And my buddy, my buddy Larry. Yeah, my 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 buddy Larry Flint is from Cincinnati. Next, I've been there. 
Yep. Tiffany, I know you're coming to Canton. Would you do another in Ohio if I had a facility for you? Tiffany, not this year. No. It's you have to remember how because I'm also doing one in Elkhart, Indiana. So theoretically, it's almost in the same marketplace. It's almost in the same marketplace. So um eventually would I? Absolutely. But my buddy Eric just opened up this facility and it looks like it's gonna be a great facility. Um, so I might just do it. If it works for me there, I might just do it. But reach out to me, but it won't happen. It probably won't happen in 2019 though. Next. Hello, Mama Mud. Kitten integration went super well. He is more indifferent unless she is running around. I correct any looking. Definitely saves his tooth for me. Awesome. What you can always do is just, um, if you just take take a shoestring, tie the cat's legs together, doesn't run around anymore. Next. Oh, Jessica. Guys, that's a joke. Okay. <clears throat> do you have any videos on using a remote collar to train dog on resource guarding of objects like dog on dog? Yep. Backpacks, toys. I'm afraid of starting a dog fight if my timing is bad. Um, I don't have any videos on that because there's too many variables on that. That's a Skype call. That's a Skype call. What I suggest you do is get the muzzle condition first, and then we'll take it from there. Next. Mike Living and F2F. Looking lean and mean with those front raises, Jeff. Dues paid. Talk to Joelle. She's my coach. Thank you so much for the kind words. Next. Holding on dog training. Just And by the way. I've been following Sean's New Orleans journey. He actually mentioned something today about his the Nolo the Nola budge. What's that? He's gaining weight down in New Orleans. Oh. Sean, buddy, oh boy, you have no fucking idea what's going to be happening. You got no idea. I'm keeping it all covered up. Keeping it all covered up. Next, you just wait. Next. Holding on dog training. Just ordered the micro e-collar for my three-pound chihuahua. I'll report back on that. Nice. Now, remember, the, the micro prong collar, the micro e-collar, you can actually take the box and put it this way, and it doesn't have to be on the side. You can put it on the neck piece. Actually, you can take the remote collar. You can actually put it into a harness if you had to. Next. Little Mama Mud, if a dog stops eating when you walk around from chewing to freeze, would you correct that? He does it if the kids move around. Or I pass by, like freeze mid-chew in the crate in the living room. Um, no, if, if he's in the crate in the living room, don't worry about it. Next. Josh, will he get over being scared Oops. of people? Is that just a phase as going as he's going through because he's five months? I've been taking him to all different types of places. Help. Yeah. He's probably going through a fear state. Just be careful about putting too much pressure on that dog. Next. Ron. My eight-month-old male is training very good. One issue, when I take him out at night and a tenant comes home, Max goes from calm to an aroused 10 instantly. Any attempt to correct, yeah. prong, e-collar, he'll attack. Okay, so I'm not going to throw breed into this, but yeah, you do have a male. Okay, I'm not gonna, I, I, I hate to play the breed card because everybody does, but you own a male, and you own an eight-month-old male, and it's starting to like know it's a male, and it's getting all mally on you. So what you need to do is you got to unmal that mal. And what's happening is if your timing is off and the dog is already escalating, it will, all you're going to do is send it through the roof. You're going to send it through the roof. So um, I've worked with a lot of males. Like they can care less about a remote collar on the highest level. Tex doesn't. Tex, if he sees a squirrel, a squirrel, he's walking in heel. If he sees a squirrel, on a walk and he starts staring at it. If I hit him at a hundred, he shakes his head, doesn't break heel and keeps staring at it. And all he's doing is looking at a squirrel. So 
If he's in drive, I'm fucked. So what's happening is your dog is your dog. So dogs by general get more protective at night. You want a dog that's a male that's predispositioned, like your shepherds, your males, more of your guardian breeds. Um, so what I would do is you've got to be able to get, give them the correction earlier. Got to give them the correction earlier. Next. And um, I would step up your training during the day. Next. We have to close the show off, by the yeah. way. Next. Act four, Act 4070. Hey, Jeff, love what you do. A real inspiration. And you help me more than you know. Love from New Zealand. Oh, awesome. All right. You know Chevy? Next. Chevy's from New Zealand. Yep. Next. Uh, Gabriel, why did you have to muzzle text? Oh, because he had to go in for some, he had a foot, he had a foot issue. He had to go in for some slight surgery on his foot and he doesn't wear the, on um, the cone of shame. So I, I just muzzled him up just so he wouldn't lick it. Excuse me. Uh, snowman 13. Thank you for the answers. I just ordered a prong today. She's normal, very obedient, but occasionally will just ignore me entirely. Yeah. Thanks again. Great videos. Yeah, you're welcome. Josh, do you have any heater there? Because you guys look like you're always cold. This room is cold. This room is cold. The I just paid the uh, my electric bill and my gas bill combined was over a thousand dollars for this freaking house. So it's a it's a house built in 1903. It's insulated with brand new windows, but it's a three story six bedroom house, and it's a lot of square footage. And I like keep the thermostat at 58, and it's still like. It's, it's, I try to keep the thermostat, but I guess we can just get a little space heater in here. But this room is, this room is cold. I'm comfortable. Yeah, but I'm okay. I'm but, it's, but it's also, it's winter time. This is my philosophy. If you're walking around my house in a t-shirt, I'm shutting the fucking heat off. <laughs> like if you don't have shoes on, the heat's going off. So it's winter in New England. You better have a sweater on inside the house or the heat gets shut off in here. Next. I appreciate it. I can wear my hats. Yep. Uh, horse crazy. It can be hard not to yell. My mom's Yorkie is barking, going crazy back in the day. I used to, I used a fly swatter with an empty paper towel roll on it to swat at them to stop because he's so fast. That works. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's handy. Betty Jane Rain, Kitten and Akron are the redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> a lot of hillbillies. So Betty Jane... <laughs> I'm very close friends with the Canton Police Department, their canine team. So they have a huge meth problem there, a humongous meth problem there. Just watch how you throw the hillbilly one out, okay? Also, don't be insulting the redheads, okay? All right? Don't be insulting the redheads at all. Anyway, on that, we're closing the show. Um, we have to close the show at 9.30. Um, guys. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Um, it's a true pleasure. It, I I I would do this every night. I really, truly would. I just can't find enough fucking co-hosts to put up with me. <laughs> all right? Everybody, all my co-hosts are trying to get out of their contracts. <laughs> Should have never signed on that damn line. <laughs> That's right, right. And they get paid, by the way. You know, Linda gets paid to be here. Joelle gets paid to be here. It ain't enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Even with the super chat money, it still ain't enough. All right. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for 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 tuning in. I want to thank you for an awesome show. I want to thank you, and I'm so proud of so many of you who are killing it. And we're all on a journey, guys. All of us are on a journey. I am on a journey as well. 
Okay. My dogs fuck up every single day. Okay. I do something in my marriage, in my personal life, raising my kids as a member of the community, um, as, um, as a boss, as a business owner. Um, I do something in every one of those categories that possibly is the wrong choice every single day. But what I do is I try to also improve myself and raise the bar every single day in every one of those categories. So I'm probably making three or four steps forward and one step back. And I love putting knowledge into my brain and I love sharing it. And and I truly, truly, truly appreciate all of you. And thank you for tuning in and thank you for doing all the hard work. It really means a lot to me. Man, you guys are, I can't tell you, I can't tell you what a feeling it is when someone says that, and I'm self-aware, I know how dramatic and powerful some of our content is because I I get the emails and some of them I wish I can share, but they're too personal. I can't even read them on, I can't even read them on the air because I I would, I just cry too hard because we're really making a big difference out there. And I want you to know if you're a fellow dog trainer out there or whatever you do, whatever you do for work. I can't encourage you enough to do similar stuff like I'm doing, all right? Whatever your craft is, help people. Whatever your trade is, help people. Whatever your skill set is, help people. I believe that we all should be, we should all should be giving if we expect to receive, but give with no expectations of receiving anything. I believe that we all should be doing random acts of kindness every day, not just around the holidays. And um, and, and I can't wait to see you guys Saturday night and, and we'll be here I'm at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And just jump on a solidcaninetraining.com and you can just see all our different social media platforms. And really, really, we're creating just a wonderful, wonderful family. And, um, and, and that's why I really love to travel and see so many of you. So I feel honored and blessed to be, to be, um, uh, to be listened, to, listened to. So again, thank you guys so much. All right. Everyone have a great night. Bye-bye.